0: To the Skeptic Wire. Hello, it's June 8th, 2011. Hello. (laughs) I love the enthusiasm of this group. (laughs) woo (laughs) woo Yay. Coming to you from the Go Recording Studios in in San Antonio, Texas. Lovely San Antonio, Texas. Hot San Antonio, Texas. Welcome to the Skeptic Wire. Hello. I'm David Harcourt. Hello, David. Joined, as always, by Gary Lawn.
1: Hello. Greg Perrine. Tell them Large Marge sent ya.
0: And uh, Donna's out. She may join us later, but for now, it's just the guys.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> and the I, dog, the dog, and the dogs. So, um, anything interesting anybody want to talk about since last week? I've been sick all week. Oh my gosh! Yay! I had a Thank summer you.
1: cold. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. Did you take homeopathy for it? I did. I um, I injected um, uh, heroin her- into your eyeball. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I did because you know, like cures <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry to hear that. You feeling okay now? Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm better. Okay. Except, except in the mornings. And <laughs> and in the cold, cold night.
2: <laughs> Great. Okay, Anything? then. Let's talk about... Well, speaking of cold, cold nights, uh, Dan Savage's uh, Sex and Relationship Advice podcast... Which I've never heard. Um, it's it's heard interesting. It's Sounds like yeah, I should listen good. to that. Yes. Um, a couple weeks ago, he was talking about, I think it was the female orgasm and the G spot and stuff like that. Wait, wait, was that organism or <laughs> orgasm?
0: Can or- you say orgasm? <laughs> Sounds like you're a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> saying that word, Greg. <laughs> organism! <red>. Uh...
2: <laughs> orgasm! It's okay, the explicit tag is on, you can say it. Orgasm! Orgasm! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what is it about? Related, no, I'm talking I always red. mispronounce that part of the female body. I always call it clitoris. <laughs> cl, cl, clitoris clitoris. Okay, guys. Dun, dun, okay. Dun. Oh. Anyway. Not That's not joke.
0: Abuse our um, explicit tag, please. Fuck. <laughs> damn. We put it there just in case, guys.
2: <laughs> oh oh
3: no, no. Sorry.
2: We earn it. Seriously, we earn it. Um as I was saying about the, the Dan Savage podcast, he was talking about, you know, some issues a couple of weeks ago, and... Um, the myth of the female orgasm? Uh, stuff like that about the G-spot, and... <laughs> you know, <talk. laughs> Get it out, come on. Alright. Uh, we broke Gary, apparently. Yep. And uh, one of his listeners... Uh, took him to task, uh, one of his listeners being Jen McCrate of Black Hag fame, um, who basically said, you know, you're really not being skeptical enough. So he invited her on the podcast, and they talked for about, you know, 10 minutes about that issue. What was he not being skeptical about? What is, what was he saying? Well, that, uh, it's the kind of... The, not to make you uncomfortable. No, it's that um, some, I can't remember the specifics, damn you for asking. Um, <laughs> okay, but he wasn't being skeptical, so it was, it was about you know out. some people were saying you know the um, the G spot is not real because not everybody has it or you know or you know f- female orgasms myth blah blah blah. So he took <sighs> okay. she took him to task for that in an, in an email, and he said, eh, "Come on the podcast and we'll talk." And you know, long story short, I know that's a little late for that, but long story short, um, you know, she just wanted to kind of uh, get on there to give him a, a second opinion, but I the, the thing I like most about it, besides the fact that she did a good job on there, is that you have a relatively well-known skeptical name on a non-skeptical, non-atheistic podcast. Basically, not just being in our little private room of all our skeptical and atheist podcasts. Yeah, he's big, isn't he?
0: Is he one of big. the top podcasts or something? He's he's, he's up a top
1: there, relationship podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, and he does does he still do his article? He does. Yeah, um, Savage Love article. Savage Love
2: at thestranger.com. Yeah, it used to be in the so. Current and and other local weekly magazines.
0: So we have a gay man not being
2: skeptical about the G spot. Well, yes, he did admit that he really doesn't know that much about female anatomy because of that, <laughs> but. Um, it was a it was a fun thing and it was good to you know it's it's like you know when say Michael Sherman goes on CNN to talk about um, you know a skeptical issue sure. it's a skeptical name being on a non skeptical media place and like the People's Court he was on yes not, it was on the, People's Court of those,
0: it was one of those court shows he was on where the guy um, was his was his girlfriend suing him <laughs> no he, they brought him on at the end because it was there was a couple divorcing over this. 2012 thing, and the husband was totally wrapped into the 2012 thing and trying to get the wife to, to do all to this buy weird, it. to buy into it, and yeah, she wouldn't do it. Michael <coughs> Shermer came on, you know, and said, just tore the guy apart. It was wonderful. Let's assume that it's wasn't nice.
1: people's court.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. It was the Puerto Rican judge. What's her name? Judge, uh... I don't have TV.
1: <laughs> I don't know these things. <laughs> I know not of this television of which you speak.
0: Now, we have a, a passing to note in the past week.
2: Yes. Uh, not exactly a a well known skeptical person, but someone, you know, who's been recognized as well, humanistic. He's a questioning person, right?
0: And uh, Doctor Jack Kevorkian Jack passed Kevorkian, away.
1: who who brought the idea of euthanasia to the fore. To the fore, into the public consciousness. Death with very dignity. very difficult job to do. Congratulations
0: And to him. spent some time in prison. Yes he did. For his beliefs. I mean, this guy this is a guy that does not back down for anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw a documentary. Um, very interesting guy. Jazz musician, artist, uh, filmmaker. Uh, very interesting, interesting character. Not someone. Probably I would probably go up the walls if I had to spend any amount of time with him because he's a very intense person. But what, was. what do we all feel about you know? Is this a suicide and what he was doing?
2: I'm all for it. I I think it's an uh, you know it's necessary f- for some people who either in too much physical or. You know, sometimes emotional pain, there's nothing wrong with ending your own life if that's what you've chosen to, if you're in your right mind.
0: Yeah.
2: Of course, you have to be very... Yeah, if you're in the right mind,
0: that's that's yeah. key. I mean, this is very, very difficult it to should know, not though. Be, yeah. I agree. I agree. Everyone should be able to die with dignity and, and at the time of their choosing.
4: You should. You do I'm, have to be
0: careful if someone's going through some kind of crisis that they're going to get over yeah. and would regret the decision later. And uh, there was question. <laughs> <of, laughs>
2: well, it's kind of hard to regret the decision later. if You
0: succeeded. It, <laughs> would have it <laughs> <laughs> regret the decision later? Like, right. it's, it's, it's hard right.
1: It's not, not like they you know, they just broke up with you know, the love of their life. Right. 18.
2: Right. I don't want to live anymore. No right. set, snap yeah. decisions. But <laughs> yeah. if you talk to some counselors, more than one, because it is something you got to make sure. You know, is it a yeah. well? We're talking a whim. But
1: the whole the whole deal behind. Working was he was ending people with life who were going to die anyway. Not necessarily.
0: But... That that was one of the key points. There were several people oh. that were not terminal. Oh. many in fact, Oh, wait, but, but, but they were in constant pain. In pain, yes, right. but not terminal.
1: Yes. and there was nothing that could be known for them. Okay, right. Okay, that that still
2: sort of goes with what it's that. less of a gray area than someone who's just had it enough with life. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> so we, were, we're all, we all just looked at the dog as
0: she came in chewing her food at us. And hello. De- yeah. Deliberately
2: and maliciously chewing her food at us.
0: Uh, I, I think it was pretty dramatic. You know, he, he was on 60 Minutes. And up to that time, all of his suicides have been really kind of assisted. The, the person doing the suicide actually was the one pushing the button. And now we make it a
2: suicide. Right? right? But the one he got the in one trouble he about. He
0: filmed and said, I dare you to arrest me. I dare you. He actually did it himself. He actually.
2: Uh, he he said, essentially, why don't I take care of that for you? He pressed the button, and that's when he got and, arrested. And he
0: showed it on 60 Minutes. Yeah. And that guy's got.
2: And he did that to and, make yeah. the point of Absolutely. you should be able to die with dignity, and this should not be a problem. And he stood up for his his principles and said, "If everybody else thinks this is wrong, fine, arrest me. But I this is what yes. I think is right, and, he, and I'm trying to help people." And he spent what eight years
0: in prison, and it's he was released because his poor health. R.I.P. Doctor Kevorkian. And I think we're we're ready to go right into our lightning round. It's going to be a little bit different this time. That was almost
1: one, like a lightning round, you know.
0: <laughs> one because Don is, no is not here uh, unexpectedly. <laughs> And we're going to have a moderator this time. Uh, Greg is gonna be a moderator, who's gonna be asking the questions, introducing the topics. Gary and I do not know what we will be talking about. No, so we've got great. basically gone from four people to two. And I don't think two I don't years.
1: think he's a moderate. I think he's a progressive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well what what I'm gonna do is of the various topics and articles that everybody from the Skeptic Wire team sent around this week, and also a couple we may have gotten from listeners and people who read the blog or that sort of thing. I chose about 6 or so it will depend on how many we get on, to. Please tell us how many. 6? I've picked out or seven. 7 or 7. I picked out 7. If we don't get to all 7, well, I'm okay to with that. Well, the number. There's two of us. But it doesn't have to be one or the other. I'm giving you a combined 90 seconds to talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay? Now, how it's going to work is I will give a brief, as brief as I possibly can, description about okay. what the issue is, Okay. and maybe ask a question at the end say, okay, uh-huh. what do you think about X? And
1: okay. you guys
2: will have 90 seconds to talk about it. I haven't seen the movie. Per request, <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> oh, I dare. Okay. It, once during the lightning round, if you really, really want to talk something more, you can get a 30-second extension. Okay. Once. Can I talk about last week's? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. That's what the blog is for. <sighs>
2: All right. I don't like the blog. Okay. But you're so good at it. <laughs> All right, well, we will start the lightning round. Read my blog on junk DNA.
0: Uh, <laughs> www.skepticwire.blogspot.com Something like that.
1: I don't think there's a www Yeah, there. I think it's just skepticwire.blogspot.
0: Skepticwire Of course
1: there's a www. There's not www in there at all. That is so nice. There's an HTTP
0: <laughs> slash
1: HTTP <laughs> <slash laughs> colon, slash, colon slash,
0: slash
2: slash www. No, no, no <laughs> W's at all. <laughs> what are you, Republican? You want all that W in there? <laughs> Okay, let's go. Anyway. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> lightning round. All right, lightning round topic number one. Um, in Arlington over the Memorial Day weekend, uh, Westboro Baptist Church was protesting, basically honoring the troops, and the KKK decided Memorial that they Day. were going to counter-protest. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? Who are you rooting for, the Westboro Baptist Church or the KKK?
0: Neither. Uh, neither, but, <laughs> but I, I have a bigger problem with the KKK by far. Than the Westboro Baptist Church. <clears throat> right? Yeah. They're they, a little
2: bit more killy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they they actually go out and hurt people. Where the Westboro yeah. Baptist Church are just annoying and obnoxious and hateful. The KKK actually. Are, are, are the same thing, but they have sticks yeah. and guns and, torches, torches, and fires yeah. and <laughs> white
1: sheets. <Yes. laughs> I, I was wondering what the thread count is on those sheets. You know, if they're <laughs> scratchy,
0: it makes them uh, matter. No? Yeah, they're, they're both hate filled. <laughs> Stupid, stupid groups, and they're both out there being making being, jerks
1: of themselves, being hateful, stupid yeah. groups except, to each
0: other, yeah. and that's great.
1: You know, I think I think they should protest each other. Maybe they can yeah. cancel each other out.
0: Now, the right. Westboro Church is is also protesting the NBA finals. <laughs> and, and I was looking for at their tweets. For I, I,
1: I am for that as well.
0: I was looking at the tweets, and they were retweeting Magic Johnson on every tweet. And you'd say, I wonder what they're going to do just for game now four. The thing is the NBA,
1: fags, 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 fags. The, the NBA really is game generally game. against fags as well, so you think that they'd be for the NBA. <laughs> well, Magic
0: Johnson have. was tweeting for the NBA, so that was their <laughs> nice. issue. And they were retweeting him.
1: Nice. So, nice. Yeah, well, George Takei, you know, is also a I guess he's for the NBA,
2: right? <laughs> you don't hear about the KKK much anymore. You know? Fortunately, they've been sidelined.
1: Now, that since George Duke failed his, um, his presidential bid. Was it George David Duke? David Duke. David Duke. Sorry. Sorry, George, whoever <laughs> you are.
2: <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> All right, um... I didn't read about this, but it sounded absolutely fascinating. Uh, Dave, I think it was you who found that in the app store somewhere, there's an an app there about autism from the Autism Research Institute talking about vaccines and thimerosal and mercury and all that kind of stuff. Is it a good or a bad thing? What's going on here? No, it's a
0: bad thing. And there, I, I downloaded it because it's free because I just wanted to say, okay, here's this big app on autism information. What does it say? And I go to the causes, and, yeah, it's full of the vaccine, and it goes into the mercury and, th- uh, you know. Uh, all the th- stuff that's <clears throat>
1: that they don't even have in the, au- in the vaccines anymore, right? Yeah. Thimerosol. Sorry? Well,
0: hey. I get more time. Stop diddling. <laughs> now, I actually, um, I was curious. I went to their website today. Autism to follow, Yes, yeah. to follow up on that. And it, I looked for vaccines, and I looked and I looked and I looked. I couldn't, I couldn't find any. Of the causes section, I couldn't find enough, like, you know, frequently asked questions like in the app. I couldn't find it. But eventually, I found it. Um, is, and it is it, it well was hidden? Absolutely horrible. And they had homeopathy, uh, autism <laughs> cures. They had all this naturalistic and, um, you know, natural cures for homeopathy, and then they just hammered on the vaccines and hammered on them. and they have a network of doctors that don't believe in vaccines that you can go to see. Okay? Oh that's good. Yeah. That's nice of them so to they're building a network it. of anti vac doctors uh that you go to this site, you've got a directory. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? So it's no. And it looked very legitimate on the outside, but when you go down, you see there's articles that have been submitted to Age of Autism, and it's completely woo. It's completely a so, holistic, naturalistic, uh, anti-vax site. And it's the, what was it again? The, it's www.autism.com. That blog spot.
2: <laughs> MySpace or something. Okay, um... This is something related to um, something a, a listener sent in on our Facebook page, um, but it seems that Mike Adams from uh, the Natural News website has had a, l- a little bit of trouble with reading comprehensive... Reading... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking comprehension problems, but he has reading comprehension problems. Uh, one, he, talked to, he went to town on the whole cell phones for, and cancer thing that we talked about last week, and he also took a little bit too seriously and went a little bit too crazy on the zombie apocalypse uh, recommendations from the CDC. So, you know, I know some of this is kind of old news, but uh, what do you got to say about that? I say I disagree with you on both points. But Gary, you go first. Well, um, (laughs) how can you disagree with him? He hasn't talked yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) you disagree disagree with your characterization of those, those stories, Greg. Because well, I, I think he's toying with us on the whole uh, zombie apocalypse. He doesn't believe it's true, and he kind of think he turns the tables and kind of takes their spoof and then make, kind of makes his own spoof. Which well, in I some ways I think is clever, some way, but then it underlying that... It would whole,
1: be clever if that were the case, but I don't believe that's the case.
0: I think in some cases it's the case, but it's underlined <laughs> with this conspiratorial crazy crap, and I think he just kind of weaves it together into this whole crazy, it, but sarcastic... But
1: not everything is him. Like, the, the cell phones... I, I receive his newsletter, so the cell phone newsletter basically said... They admit that it causes cancer and that... They, they
2: being the CDC. Yeah,
1: the, the CDC, they, oh, WHO, the, the, the WHO. W- is that H-O. the
0: article that we read today?
1: It, it links to the article. It links to the article. Right.
0: Because that the headlines are complete fail on his part, which is no surprise, but the article is reasonable, I think. I think it is a surprise.
1: I think that the headlines and and his characterization of what he's writing about... It was Again, it wasn't actually Mike Adams, it was just on his site. But it says it, it causes brain tumors. And
0: to me, but then you go to the article and it's like it may cause right, possible. Right, but, and there's a very, and but how many
1: people? It's a lot of people who are just going to read the headline,
0: right? So, right. right. I'm surprised his article wasn't more wacky and crazy
2: like we're used to. Uh,
1: well, there's a there's an ellipsis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you kind of got it under the wire there. Um, we also have another crank out there, Dr. Bob Sears, who's been a very Big anti vaccine, vaccine, vaccine <laughs> person. All right, I'm not allowed to be the presentator anymore because I can't talk good. Presenter. Yes. Presentator. <laughs> Me talk pretty someday. <laughs> <laughs> make donna do it she (laughs) talks better than i do (laughs) he took a lot of the spread your vaccines out you can skip all these stuff from his website what do you got to say about that i don't really know anything about bob sears i'd be interested to know why he took them took those down I think a lot of it has to do with all the measles cases in, in Europe, and he's been telling people for a long time, yeah, go to Europe, no problem. There's no vaccine. Oh, no, because one of the people no that came back
1: was his patient started, and big started the measles. Yeah, yeah. And
0: what I hear is he did not take those down. He shares that website with his parents, oh, right. who are doctors. They took it down. He was surprised to find that it had been taken down. Thank, Thank you, Mommy and Dad. Daddy. Yeah. from his tweet. They completely wiped clean anything about vaccines on that site. If you go to Bing <laughs> so and, and under there, you know they kind of summarize what's on the site, and they say vaccines, huh. vaccines. If you click that, site has been removed. So page, it's like it's like, it's like
1: Venom Fang, Fang X when when his parents kind of shut him down for being the uh, <laughs>
2: YouTube creationist.
0: Mom, Dad, <laughs> come on. Amen color, anyway, you know. yeah. Or he, that he Star Trek episode
2: where the godlike thing is taken back by mom and dad. Yeah, he has a patient.
0: Don't worry about it. You're traveling in Europe. Don't worry about it. They bring back, what was it?
1: Measles. Measles.
0: Yeah. Started a big old outbreak. And he's saying, no, no big deal. You know, it's good to have these outbreaks once in a while. Natural diseases are better than, you know, vaccines any day. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: You still got 10 seconds. we have 10 seconds? Yeah. The guy's a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We got one second. You can say it again. Um, Ellipses. (laughs) So uh, apparently in I think it's Germany um some, some catholic doctors uh, representing some organization have decided that they are going they found a way to cure the gay with yeah. homeopathy. Yeah. More yeah. specifically platinum apparently is the like cures like that's going to cure the gay. How many levels of ridiculous is well, this? Well it's not I haven't started the timer yet you okay. can't talk. <laughs> Hush! (laughs) So the first thing is, if you want to talk about the curing the gay with the homeopathy, that's great. But my specific question is, why platinum? Why is platinum the thing that cures the gay?
0: Because light cures light, and because we know gays are like platinum. How? They like to wear platinum? I don't know.
1: No, I would think leather or, you know, well, a stereotype. It's a little late for that now. (laughs) Uh, platinum studs? I don't know. On their Ooh, leather? There you go. Usually not. It's usually metal of some. Maybe maybe platinum
2: is the the best metal that you can use, and therefore it's a. The best excuse I've heard is because, because they couldn't figure out how to ground down a rent CD into a powder form.
0: Oh. Maybe it's because Queen got a platinum album. Oh come on! How's All they have to do is buy it. It's Did... a can it blend blender. Jeez, what? Queen? They got a platinum album? Maybe that's.
1: Oh, it. Queen Platinum. Okay. They went platinum. Yeah, but it it. it seems to me that there's all kinds of other things that Catholics could do to homeopathize their um, like-cures-like. Grind up a priest, for example. (laughs) And what would that cure? (laughs) Like-cures-like. Gay priest. Blended. Oh,
2: so it would cure (laughs) other gay priests. Yes. Cure pedophilia other how's that pedophile priests pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. gay sure. priests i have no problem with. there's so many levels no. of ridiculous to this
0: you got the homeopathy curing gays and catholic religion it's really <laughs>
2: silly, <laughs> too much yeah i know. had to i had to laugh three
0: levels of, of ridiculous
1: yeah that's all i have to say about that. well there's
2: a, a translatable spiegel.com or spiegel.ge Sh- article about that so go check that out listeners it feels so much power. That was ninety seconds. Yeah, that was ninety <laughs> seconds. All right. Um, apparently, um, yeah. some male dolphins in the uh, Pacific Ocean are killing porpoises on purpose. On and porpoise. The, and the only reason I think you said that article, Jerry, <laughs> it was to make that joke. Yeah. So, for that reason, <laughs> I'm going to say that David cannot talk about this and force you to talk about no, porpoises I, I on so purpose porpoise the entire time. Okay, go ahead.
1: <clears throat> well, in, in this particular case, uh, they found that the dolphins were killing the male uh, small uh, youths uh, or <laughs> or uh, where are they uh, Juveni- teenagers, juveniles, teenagers. Uh, were going around and killing porpoises, and they think it's because you know there's not enough mates for them, so they're acting out aggressions, which is kind of a psychological thriller of a sort.
0: Um, yeah, we shouldn't <laughs> be judging the whole dolphin population by this. These are just the kind of the thugs, and uh, yeah, I can just see them out there with, their, with their pants hanging down. And who field.
2: hasn't decided they're going to beat up on a porpoise because they couldn't get laid? Yeah. I mean. Right. Am I with you? Are you with me?
0: No, because you know their boxes are all showing. Yeah, all well, they different. always have
1: that snide little smile on them. But yeah. p- do porpoises? I don't think so. I think porpoises are the more are the more serious version of the what? Uh, because the they have now. a higher
2: porpoise. I know the older dolphins. <laughs> are all saying, you know what? They, they were
1: probably coming around their reef, knocking on their on their doors or their a sea a watery equivalent of a door. At right, nine o'clock in the morning. I'll bet, I'll bet Seriously they were, though, I'll bet they were their Jehovah's Witnesses. Seriously Orpuses. though,
0: it is it has been interesting. I had, I had a friend. Uh, two seconds. Twenty. Not, not that oh, not that I not that I agree with them killing. Uh, I knew Jehovah's somebody witnesses. who's kind of a woo person. Always talking about how humans are the only ones that kill for spiders. Uh, yeah. yeah, the only that was, ones that kill that was for your sport. Thing, yeah. Right.
1: And yet we, we've why, seen we've seen the dolphins yeah. pull divers down. yeah <laughs> <laughs> And Damn, that was, um, was going to be my, my whole take on the whole thing, too. Fine, you got your 90-second
2: extension. Go ahead. Well, no, we already oh, got we're it. done. Okay. <laughs> what do you
1: got? What do you I'm got? just going to talk over you. Man. Okay.
2: <laughs> and last but not least, this was very fascinating. Um, there was um, a scientific article about physicists being able to create pro- photons f- kind of from scratch in a vacuum. Oh, I posted that one. Yes, you did. It's Freaking cool!
0: Because he is a Dan Brown fan. This is freaking cool. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I may just have to read something here because I don't understand it. So I have to. All right, read. I'll
2: give you a total two minutes. Go.
0: <clears throat> the thinking goes that in a vacuum, virtual particles come into existence and then disappear on a constant, ongoing basis. Right. And they do so in waves, which is freaking cool. Oh yeah, it's not that. something we've ever, you know, seen. The, the, the Kashmiri effect poses that two very tiny, if two very tiny mirrors are placed very close together, close enough that the distance between them would be smaller than the length of some of the virtual waves, a force would be created. As the number of particles outside the space between the mirrors grows higher than the number that exists between them, causing a pull on the mirrors, dragging them closer together. Okay, blah 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 blah. So what they've done, actually, so they recreated. They've actually done this. They don't have. They can't put mirrors that close together, but they have used one mirror and rotate it very rapidly. Together. They used a mirror and ball. And then they've used this to kind of capture in, in this particle. They create a photon, which we can see. We, we we are now able to create photons coming out of this vacuum of space, showing how these vir- virtual particles are created and actually impacting. Visibly, what we can see, and it's freaking cool. I'm sorry, what were you say?
1: Oh, I was gonna say it's sort of like when you're walking next to your friend, and you, you keep kind of moving close together. That's what they were doing with the mirrors. That's but it's not funny now.
2: Animal magnetism? <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. So you know,
2: they're converting.
1: Hey,
0: I said no, vir- never mind. They're converting virtual <laughs> particles, virtual particles into real. Photons. It, it sounds and like... the equipment's called squid. So this is like digging for
1: gold in in an online game and then selling that gold for real money. It's
2: no, amazing. It, you, know, you know, particles snap in and out of existence constantly, so they use these mirrors to kind of separate them from their canceling pair, it sounds like. And in that separation, they're able to cause a pushing force, which f- produces a photon. That energy Inside. produces a photon.
0: The, 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 the distance between the mirrors has to be shorter than the wavelength of that virtual particle. Right, which is very, very short. And, it's basically and I want to say the name of the of equipment because it's cool. It's a superconducting quantum interference device, or SQUID.
2: Oh, well, P.C. <laughs> Myers will like that one. Well, that's the lightning round. Yay! Survive survived the lightning round. Good Ooh, job, everybody. Right.
0: I just keep
1: my mouth shut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, what? What are,
1: you looking, what are you looking at as if you're what?
0: shocked? <laughs> did I talk too much in the lightning round? No. Is that what you're saying? No, but no. Did I talk over you? You, you talk a lot, but well, we you've both got seconds. things to say. Yeah. nice. Like, no problem. Get it in there.
1: I right, was just All right. saying, I'm you know, avoiding the lightning. And
0: we have something next called Greg's surprise? Yes. Oh, boy.
2: Oh, oh God. This? this is a... <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Greg? So the idea for this segment that we can, um, we want, we're can, we going to try out this week, um, the temporary title is Pose Corner. So, I am going to read three quotes that I found on the web. Mm -hmm. And you guys got to tell me which of these three I completely pulled out of my ass and made up. Oh, (laughs) man, two of these are real? Two of these are real. I went onto Google (laughs) and just. And this week, what I did is I typed in crystal healing. Okay. And I just found, like, of the top five or so Google hits, I found a paragraph that I could quote. Want to each read one of these? I figured I'd just read them out and you can read them along and think about it while you're doing Can Do
1: each read one of these? Yeah, you he, what he's saying is the last time you read something out loud. <laughs> <laughs> we only have an hour. Screw <laughs> you
2: guys, I'm going home. <laughs> All right, Gary, reads number
1: one. I like it's a musician. Crystal practitioner. Ha! <laughs> 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 Screw you! I win! Do you want me to read number one? No, it's okay. That'll be cut out. we are such dumbasses
4: when Donna's not here.
1: (laughs) Let me try this one more time. Musician, crystal practitioner, and author of The Song in Your Mind, Alvin Davis, summarizes... Physicists have proven that all matter is energy, and all energy is matter. The universe is constantly in motion, vibrating to the song of life. From its infancy, the human race has instinctively known about the healing power of music and song. All religions include music in their rituals and religions lie. From tribal drumming to the hymns of the saints. Unfortunately, in our modern world, we are surrounded by a discordant symphony of artificial noise. This has caused humanity to lose touch with our balance with the natural vibrations of the universe. Not all modern discoveries have been destructive, though. Physical science, have used, oh, physical science has used crystals in order to focus energy and vibrations to bring us news and music from around the world. The next step is to use metaphysical science to bring the healing power of music to our lives. Think about that toe-tapping song that gets you up in the morning, or the ballad that gets you through the tough times. Don't you wish you could carry that song around with you all day long? With our song, Crystal technology. Technique you can, starting with the proven mystical attributes of certain stones and crystals, you too can tune crystals to specific frequencies, allowing you to bring you and your loved ones back into harmony with the universe. Wow. So that's number one.
2: Alvin Davis, The Song in Your Mind. (laughs) It's in my mind! (laughs) So story number two, Diane Stein, an energy worker and Reiki master, makes the following observation in her book, Healing with gemstones and crystals. Or, as she might say, healing with gemstones and crystals. <laughs> Please read it that way. <laughs> a network of... <laughs> a network of crystal and okay, gem... Okay, no, not <laughs> a, <laughs> a network of crystal and gemstone energy intersects the Earth. At ground level, this network is formed of le- the ley lines, the planet's acupuncture map. Boo. Ooh! Beyond the <laughs> your map, I'm, I'm sorry. You guys
1: interrupted me. At I, I read. I'm That's sorry. Right.
2: Beyond the Earth's body and mirrored in the human mental body, aura is the universal grid. This is formed by crystal and gemstone energy radiating from the planet and the galaxy, and is also incorporated into human energy. The grid contains our individual minds, and the collective mind of the society, as well as access to the universal mind of the all-creative void. (laughs) I I should put some delay on your
1: your voice (laughs) when you go, void.
2: (laughs) The grid is the interface between our auras and that of the earth and the universe. Mm. The little crystals and colored gemstones in our pockets and jewelry do more for us than we know, and their energy is increasing in usefulness as time goes on. We are becoming more than people that can ever remember being before. We are becoming beings, there's a hyphen in there, of light, energy, and information. Uh, What was our original heritage? Human twelve strand DNA contains the genetic (laughs) keys of all life in the universe. I know where this is going. Which is a living library. (laughs) That library is being repaired, healed, and reactivated, and returned to us primarily, primarily by the way of gemstones and crystals. Hmm. So that's Diane Stein healing with gemstones and crystals. Diane's got away with words. Yep. And last.
0: So, I've got uh, Dr. Richard Gerber. He states in his book, Vibrational Medicine New Choices for Healing Ourselves. And he says An individual's ability to connect with his or her higher self is partly a function of specialized energy links within the crystalline network of the physical body. This crystalline network helps to coordinate the energetic structures of the higher, subtle bodies from the consciousness of the physical personality. I don't know this word. Gurudas. Gurudas brings out new and important information that may explain certain aspects of right hemispheric functioning and psi abilities. Psychic abilities are mediated by special biocrystalline and energetic pathways through which the higher self may interact ...with the consciousness of the physical personality. One particular crystalline, crystalline structure that is important to our psychic receptivity is the penile gland. and for Pineal. pineal <laughs> gland. <laughs> and more specifically, the pineal calification.
2: Calcification.
0: Calcification, a crystal that lies in the center of the brain.
2: So that was Dr. Richard Gerber, <laughs> wow. Vibrational Medicine. Good job, Greg. Now, now so one of, these, one of these three I pulled out of my ass. Hey, so the person's name as well? Let me smell Everything. Them. Everything, wow. So uh, which one does not pass the smell test? Gary?
3: Well,
1: okay, I'll start. Um, I want to say the first one is, is real. Um, although I think you may have... Uh, swapped the description because the twelve strand DNA sounds like it should be up with the musician. <laughs> um, okay, I don't know who Al- Alvin Davis is. Diane Stein sounds like, but I might sounds familiar, but I might be conflating her name with uh, Gertrude. <laughs> uh, and Gerber's just a funny name because oh, that's baby food. Um, so yeah, thanks. Uh, names that all kind of. Have different associations in my brain. I appreciate that. Number one sounds like uh, I could be right. Um, Diane Stein. She's she's got the energy, but then she start talk she starts talking about gemstones in her pockets. I don't know <laughs> what that is. Um, I, I'm gonna say it's Diane Stein. I, I uh, Okay. Oh god, but just Richard Gerber it just sounds like you <laughs> may have been so <laughs> uh, you know, I I'll go with Diane Stein. I think that's I think that's the uh that's the Poe.
0: So okay. David,
2: what's your take? Which one's the Poe?
0: Okay, let's start with uh, magician crystal practitioner Alan Davis. Alan Davis sounds a lot like Alvin. Alvin Davis sounds a lot like James Arthur Ray to me. I mean it sounds a lot <laughs> like some of the stuff that came out of his uh, harmonic uh, wealth <clears throat> Exact same theory um, So either I know a lot of these <coughs> people talk the same language You may have lifted some things out of there And, and put another spin to it uh, Let's hold on to that one uh, Diana Stein Is a Reiki master And I really like uh, I, These ley lines and the planet's acupuncture map That's classic <laughs> that is. I, I would like to think that's real um, But if you did make that up Craig, That's brilliant um uh gerber, the vibrational medicine, a lot of tough words in there. I don't know what garubas and and this They're whole... the last
2: villain on uh, Super Mario Brothers.
0: <clears throat> and <laughs> pen- calcification, is that real? Is that I mean, that that sounds just so out of there. Um
1: I, I don't know, but wait,
0: calcification wait, wait, wait. in your brain? Calcification. Okay, but we're talking woo. So it, it's it's probably
2: not what they yeah, say it is. I'm not
0: buying that one. I'm I'm saying Gerber is fake.
2: Huh? All right. So Gary, you're going with number two, Diane Stein. Yeah. And uh, Dave, you're going with number three, Richard Gerber. Yeah. So based on that, we'll start with number one. <laughs> of course we will. Um. Musician, crystal practitioner, Alvin Davis. The song in your mind came entirely out of my ass. Uh, yeah. Man, no. awesome! I, I made up the name. I made up the yes book title. God! I, and I just really started doing stream of consciousness. You stole stuff.
0: from Ray Arthur, uh, James Arthur Ray, because we, because that, because we I talked did, about that. What Ray I was. did
2: is in looking in these different yeah. things, I had to read a whole bunch of them, and that just got me in a frame of mind. Yeah, and I just started writing yeah. stream of consciousness. That's good.
0: So you, you,
2: I, I should have called it from Crystal Practition, because the moment I.
1: Well it's it's all, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. But <laughs> I don't know that he'd call himself a crystal like I m I don't know. This, I don't, I don't they know. Always, this, I don't know this fake person would have called himself <laughs> this, music, this fake musician that you made up. out of but they yeah, always give themselves we these
0: the highfalutin the titles yeah. like "I'm the Guru yeah. of." Man, you got yeah. us. You got me. So, yeah, yeah, that,
2: that was yep. really good. But Diane Stein is—I um, um, can't remember. Uh, she's written several books. This isn't the only one. I think. calcification. This uh, <laughs> Dr. Richard Gerber is actually Penel. a doctor of internal medicine, who is also into the crazy crystal woo. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if that's real then, the calcification. That's what he wrote. In that's your brain. that's part of his book. It, yeah, it's basically, you know, calcium deposits. Dude, he
1: thinks that the pineal gland is psychic receptivity center. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> Yeah. So I'm thinking calcification of the uh, that <laughs> okay. See, the problem is, okay, in in well, the second in the second um uh men in black they have the pineal eye and the, they 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 call it the pineal eye which, okay. and so he pokes him he's got the guy with the hat on he's got the eye in the middle of his forehead
0: <laughs> well you know if you believe in the universal consciousness <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i mean if you, if you if you take like uh deepak chopra's idea of the universal consciousness And that our thoughts do not originate with our brain. Our brains receive
1: the frequency
0: from the universal consciousness. And he, I I saw him explain this to Bill Maher. Right, which we do. Our brains not. Our brains are like radio receptors. Right, they're not processed. So he's looking for that radio reception point in the brain. See, so consciousness is out there. We're just channeling it. We have our own frequency that we're tuning into. So, in that way, it makes sense. So, you look for, well, you look at your brain as a receptor. And this guy's a doctor?
2: Yep. What doctor kind of, of internal, doc- internal medicine is Jeez. what I saw on the website. Holy cow. No. I didn't want to include that just in case you thought I was being too stupid. But. <laughs> so, I said you did research. I'm impressed. Yep. Well, m- most of it was just looking around for so, a, a text quote that I could just copy and paste and then getting a frame of mind from what these people write about. And just making something up. So now we are leaving Poe's corner,
0: and we have a bunch of Texas news. This has been a heck of a week. Um, this we has love just been Texas. one oh. thing after another. You know, last week we talked about an upcoming graduation uh, in Castorville, Medina, Medina Valley High School in Castorville, Texas. Uh, the comments. I mean, there's been thousands of comments on. It's been the most talked about thing. You can't get away with it. Uh, away from, from it. it, people talking about because they got you know, away with healers.
4: it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So last time we talked, um, you know, there, if, if, just a real quick refresher: uh, an, an agnostic student at this high school oh, they, objected to the,
1: the parents did.
0: The parents, well, officially the parents, officially
1: because he's parents. he's a okay
0: minor, right? right. I think 18. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Objected to the plan to have uh, student-led prayer. In in the graduation, they protested. They got the ACLU Mm -hmm. to uh, file. Uh, There was an injunction against the school that uh, said, You cannot do this and you need to scrap the benediction and invocation, have an opening, call it opening and closing remarks, which, by the way, stuck. But that injunction was overruled by the appellate judge, says, Yes, you can go ahead with the regular plans while the appeals in court. So this. Graduation happened.
2: Prayer was held, had by all. They went to town. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. They just said, "All right, let's pray, yay! And everybody was cheering and amen, woo! It was a <clears throat> prayer meeting. It was a revival.
0: Well, it was kind of had shades of Damon Fowler. Be- before we talk about the case um, and what's happened, I want to read a statement that the parents made to the local news. It says, our family chose not to attend the ceremony this evening because we did not feel welcome at the event. And we even feared for our safety in light of how hostile some of the pub- public comments have been. In addition, school officials released the name of our minor son to the media, almost ensuring that he will be the target for abuse. Graduation is a significant rite of passage for a young person, and we regret that our son will not be able to enjoy this special day with his peers.
2: And they so, ended up not going. He, <laughs> he, ended so up he- not going. Didn't get to walk across the stage and get his diploma, which is, you know, kind of a significant memory for a kid. Yeah, well, yeah, he's. He, well, I think this is going to be a pretty significant, significant memory.
0: memory yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Hopefully he'll look back on this with some pride. Well, if
1: you, if you saw some of the pictures they had, they did kind of make it look like they had law enforcement and officials yeah. up around, and they made it look like they were looking yeah. for snipers.
0: Yeah, some extra security, people yeah. with signs, and. And things like that. I kind of um,
2: wanted to go just to hold up a sign, keep state and church separate. And, yeah.
0: No, just be there and say, you I've know. I've got that sign.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, one thing I wanted to um, let everyone hear, because I think it's just significant, is what our Attorney General, Greg Abbott, had to say about this. Now, th- he held a press conference before the appellate judge stopped, I mean, allowed then the prayer to go forward. And I want to listen to that first so everybody knows what's going on here.
2: All right, let's take a listen.
4: We're here today talk about uh, a federal court order uh, that is attempting to eliminate students' ability to have an invocation uh, and a benediction at a high school graduation. At this time of year when students are about to graduate, uh, they're assuming the pinnacle of what they've been working to achieve the past four years and, and maybe even the past 12 or 13 years. The last thing these students should have done is to have ripped out from under them their ability to participate in a ceremony that they have been anticipating and expecting uh, for the past four years. Part of this goes to the very heart of the unraveling of moral values in this country today. There are so many people across the state of Texas as well as across this country who have expressed concern about how values seem to be eroding and fading away. One of those arenas where values seem to be challenged is in the school setting. Coinciding with these concerns about an erosion of values has been attempts by atheists and agnostics to use courts to eliminate from the public landscape any and all references to God whatsoever. And that's the challenge that we're dealing with here, an ongoing attempt to purge God from the public setting, while at the same time demanding from the courts an increased yielding to all things atheist and agnostic. Well, the truth is that the tilt against God is not mandated by the Constitution, nor should it be required or enforced by the courts. And here's
0: the superintendent of the school talking now.
4: We don't want to take away from the wonderful event that is happening
3: on June the 4th, and that is our student graduation. We have worked very hard to ensure that all of our students are respected, their rights, their beliefs. We feel as a community and as a school district that in some way we have been made to feel as if we've done something wrong. The reality is, again, that we have worked very hard to ensure that we are following our policy, following our guidelines, and following what the court has given us. Again, we look forward to Saturday. We look forward to graduation. The wonderful thing about Medina Valley is that we have an outstanding group of seniors, an outstanding group of students, an outstanding community. It has been overwhelming the support that our school district has received. We are thankful for that. We have received phone calls, emails, letters from across our country, from across the state, One inspiring note that we received was from a commander in Iraq. It was very humbling to us to know that a soldier who is fighting for us is also praying for us. Uh, We felt uh, very humbled by that. We did speak to our students this morning as directed by the court. And as a testament to them and the character that they have, all of them were very compliant. And again, as educators, we are the ultimate rule followers. And we certainly will follow the rulings of the court. But we are here today with General Abbott to speak to the fact that we are hoping that these policies and these decisions will certainly be revisited.
0: Oh, boy. There you have it.
2: Oh, oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What can you oh, – wow. Okay, now, now the interesting thing is we were all just sitting here starting to listen to that for the first few seconds of it, and it's like – Oh, weird. No, wait a minute. And then we all grab a piece of paper and start <laughs> writing furiously to remember the quotes of what was going on. Yeah, there. there's a lot there.
1: There's a whole bag of wrong. Yeah, uh, I, well, I, I go ahead. I like that he's, he says, you know, they've been working, you know, 12, 13 years and they've been looking forward to this moment. It's like, okay, they've been looking forward <laughs> to, to praying. In public? Yeah. They've been looking forward to graduation and getting the hell out of school. Right. They can pray. And many of them are looking forward to not having to go to church anymore (laughs) because they're going to college and they don't have to follow their
0: parents to church. Yep. This is totally misrepresented here. Just, it's an amazing extent. And that wonderful (laughs) stuff about how.
2: Especially us dirty atheists are eroding the the moral values of this country. Let's attack
0: the atheists for eroding the moral values of the country.
1: Prayer, apparently, is equal directly to values and morals Uh, from that speech. That's what I got.
0: Exactly. And that's not unusual. Let's think about all the people in the mob who pray every day. So coincident with this decline in moral values happens to be these atheists who are trying to speak up and, and, and not be... Oh yeah, he we want, does
1: not like us. All no. things atheist and agnostic. Yeah. I
0: love give me an that. example of how the courts are promoting all things atheist and agnostic. And how we're trying give to, to remove
2: an any and all references to God. You know, the judge's it's, ruling
0: said, you know what, it, it, and this is this is something that bothers me because they interviewed the... the I'm not going to give her name. You can look it up. The girl who gave the commencement, the valedictorian, oh, she yeah. was totally misrepresented. She goes, I am horrified that the judge tried to take away my ability to express my faith. That is not right. what he did. The judge said you can express your faith, you can express your personal faith, you can talk about God, do right. what don't do lead the audience in prayer. And, you know, she was standing next to the Liberty Institute guy. Because <laughs> now here's the UC, ACLU against Liberty Institute. The big guns. Uh... And, and listening to all that um, complete all that, distortion of, of what's going on. All that limited here.
2: government and let's promote Judeo-Christian, which is a bullshit phrase, you know. Liars for yeah. Jesus. The the judge that made the original ruling, Fred Byrie, His the way the, the the good article in the uh, San Antonio Express describes it is his order had said the school district must tell its graduation speakers that they can talk about religion and their personal beliefs, but they can't pray. Or call on the audience to pray. That's a very fine line that it's a lot a of these line. people just reasonable. don't get. It's it reasonable. reasonable.
1: And, and you know what? I, I almost wouldn't. I almost wouldn't mind them even putting a small prayer in in their speech because that's them expressing their yes. faith. Yeah. But then to call to everybody to recite the yeah. Lord's Prayer, which is I, th- I think is what they did. That is so a that, big I difference. I think that was the
2: Damon Fowler.
1: Damon
0: allowing Fowler. someone to express their faith. That is not what happened here. Right. And yeah, that is
2: a big difference
0: between this judge is out there promoting atheism. Yeah. Huge
2: difference there. I, Huge difference. I, I there. really think that some either you know the politicians and the preachers got a hold of this and started spouting you know this rhetoric of oh They're my god, it's rhetoric, really? from, the, from the pulpit. Yes, and from but, and history. everybody who heard it in the pulpit and in, in the pews just said yeah, 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 and and just started shaking their hands and waving torches around without actually going <laughs> yeah. in researching the damn thing. It's themselves. really tribal.
1: And also, going into the, what the uh, school administrator, the principal,
0: how he said, you know, if we felt as if we've, you know, you're Doesn't treating us that, as if we felt we've done something wrong. Well, you have. Yeah, and he's saying, we followed our policies. Well, maybe the problem's with your policy. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I probably, you know, we disagreed yeah. about this last week. We disagreed about this. I'm on the, of the opinion that I am not exactly sure where the legal line is to be drawn, because we are talking about two rights. We're talking about... Two rights in the First Amendment, which I mean the establishment and freedom of speech. And I don't want to shut down freedom of speech. That's why I thought that was a reasonable decision. That, yes, you have your free speech, but do not turn it into a school-sponsored, everybody-pray. Right. That's what I thought was reasonable.
1: I don't think the, we disagreed about yeah. that, did we?
0: Well, well, yeah, what we, we, did. we did. We were
2: going back and forth about how, what's a you know gray area versus, well, there are black and white things... And, you know, kind of how much is in that gray area is really what we were uh, disagreeing yeah. on. The interesting thing about the uh, superintendent's speech, that second half of that clip, was the a lot of it was just political jargon. There really wasn't a lot of, this is horrible, this is a bad thing, like Greg Abbott was saying. Well, but it was a lot of kind of jargon, and then he pulls out the commander in Iraq, wrote us, and he's, Oh god thank goodness he's praying for us, and you that's know, like, I read went a, off the rails.
0: I read a comment from a commander in Iraq, and I wonder if that's what he's talking about, who was just, this is a God-given country, and, and I'm out here fighting for God, and I wonder if that's the one he's talking about. I hope not. You know huh. he, he was reasonable to a certain extent. He says, we're going to follow whatever the judge's decision is, and I like the way he said... You know, we presented this to the students. We said, "Look, you need to not lead prayer," and they were all okay with that, and they were all compliant about that, and that was good. You know, he says, "We're going to do whatever the judge says," and but you know, I think it's it, there's the legal question about this, but then there's the common decency question about this, and whether if if you know you have a diverse crowd and you got people in the audience that have problem with God, you know, right. it, Let's try to do things that unite. Religion divides things. It always has, okay? It's always divided things. So let's not go up there and talk about Jesus and God and stuff. Let's just talk about the class, the accomplishments of the class. If you want to say your own little piece about your own spirituality or whatever, fine. But let's not do something that divides the class,
2: especially after you know it divides the class. Well, this is you com- want to go ahead and do it. This is coming from a group of people who thinks a non-sectarian prayer is just saying thank you Jesus, <laughs> and, and thinking okay, well that's not sectarian. We're talking about Jesus and Christ and all that. That's yeah. not that's not evangelical. That's not Baptist. Yeah. That's not Catholic. It's like, <laughs> but it's a sectarian in that Catholic. You know, Christianity is a sect. Of one, It's one yes. of the religions out there. Christianity is a sect of Judaism. <laughs> so you shouldn't yeah. talk about Jesus. Let's just keep religion out of
0: it, guys. It doesn't need to be there in the graduation Exactly. So That's really, the biggest point on the moral argument. I don't it, care if you're the biggest Jesus lover in the world. It doesn't have to be there. High school graduation has nothing to do with Jesus.
1: Really. Well, I think some of them are praying that they just got through it. <laughs> Graduation yeah. is not that stressful, but this you know no, this, mean, four years. Oh <laughs> yes, okay.
0: But the whole thing, okay, it's okay with the if the Valedictorian is confused and the Liberty Institute. We know where they come from and all these players. But the Attorney General, that our Attorney that General, really to come out here and say he's these damned atheist, he's, he's and, pandering to the
1: base that's going to get him reelected yeah. or moved up to wherever wherever yeah. he's going. And forward. he knows there's no consequences. Yeah, yeah.
0: Who, who's going to object to that? We're here in Texas. No, of
1: no, no, no consequence. No, of yeah.
0: consequence. We're kind of uh, unpopular and unloved here in Texas. And yeah. not well, we have this, no
1: values or morals. He's,
0: he's, he's not going to get hurt by saying that, and that's what bothers me the most. I think he's not getting hurt by saying that. There's no consequences for him to go after the atheists
2: at all. On uh, Friendly Atheist today, he posted a uh, infographic about a Pew poll that was done, showing different groups of people. Uh, people, you know, people were surveyed to say. Would you be more likely to vote for a person who was X or less likely to vote for a person who was X? Yeah, yeah. And it was gay, black, woman, you know, Muslim, whatever. And you know, there were some in the middle like, you know, woman or black. It didn't really matter that much. There wasn't any positive or negative. But the biggest negative out there, 61% of people said they would be less likely to vote for someone if they said they did not believe in God. Way in above, Muslims or gays, anything. anything. What if if you never said that you
1: didn't believe in God? What if you just ignored it? It's hard to ignore. That's probably bad enough in
0: our culture. It'd be interesting. And, and, And I'm of the opinion that, you know, we just need to get out there, I think... I mean, just get out there. Just be open about it. Because the more of us that are open about it, the less those stereotypes are going to be able to hold up. Yeah. Unless you're a complete jerk. Like, oh, yeah. I know well, one atheist and he's, <laughs> and he's a complete out. jerk. I know one atheist and man, that guy. Considering yeah. the lightning round was chock full of snark, <laughs> I don't know. But Okay, uh, if you're a good person yeah. <laughs> and friendly, get out
2: there. Yeah. If you're
0: like me, you know, I'd probably do more damage, but you know.
2: Well, speaking of jerks and someone who did not like the Medina graduation thing. Steve Martin! Oh. <laughs> no, never mind. What? Rick the Hair Perry yeah. apparently has announced that oh, this God, August. This is horrible. He's calling all 49 other governors to join him in Houston, Texas. For a Uh, weekend of prayer and fasting. He's calling it The Response. Ooh, maybe we can send them all to a sweat lodge as well. (laughs) Fasting in a sweat lodge. (laughs) Stick them all in there. Don't open it up. And And the official site says... As a nation, we must come together and call upon Jesus to guide us through unprecedented struggles and thank him for for the blessings of freedom we so richly enjoy according to his grace and mercy and kindness towards us. A historic crisis facing our nation and threatening our future demands a historic response from the church. We must, as a people, return to the faith and hope of our fathers. I'm getting sick. (laughs) The ancient paths of great men were blazed with prayers. The humility of the truly great man of history was revealed in their recognition of the power and might of Jesus to save all <laughs> who would call on yeah, his great name. We have a new
0: voice in the podcast. I really? love it. Yeah. This is good. There is hope for America. It lies in heaven and we will find it on our knees.
1: Ah, that was the quote. Yeah.
0: Oh that yeah nice? that's another good one.
2: Oh my really? I just can't believe this guy. I I see the thing you is know, One of the things I saw on here on a blog post mentioned that this this prayer thing is scheduled one week before the first straw poll in in Iowa. Coincidence? Rick Rick Perry has been talking about no, no, I'm not running, but I think no, he he hasn't. He's saying
0: he's he's interested. Really? For a while, while he, he was saying no. For a while he was saying no. But now he's but, he's thinking about. it. Well, I think he's, who he's running against.
2: I think he's realized he that you know yeah. Gingrich is out of it because he doesn't you know toe the party line and, and, and
1: he can't he can't get the evangelical.
2: Bachman's a nutbag, but no, I think Perry could get the evangelical. No,
1: no, Perry Perry definitely. Oh could, yeah, uh, Gingrich, Gingrich could, could not. not. Yeah. Divorces
4: no and like neither
2: can um uh the uh, Mormon dude. Romney 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 because he's not the right kind of christian yeah you know evangelicals are very big on hating the mormons (laughs) i tell you what the first picky (laughs) how long has he been how
0: long has he been governor now like 10 12 years he
2: got into governorship right after george uh, bush he
0: was he was the lieutenant Lieutenant governor Governor. george bush went to the white house and rick perry became governor he's never been elected you know he's just been re-elected right He's been governor for, He's going to be the longest-serving governor in the history of Texas, yeah. and I do not remember him doing a lot of God speak in the first half. Of- it's, no, it's, it's, it's just been the,
1: like, ever since we started hearing about the State Board of Education stuff. If, yeah. it's whereas- maybe
2: not been as blatant as some other people like Bachman and Palin, but it's it's definitely been in there in his policies, like you know all the anti-abortion stuff. He's definitely, eh, but that's a Republican yeah. thing. Just generally speaking. But it's a Republican thing because the Republicans want the evangelical vote. And now, It's not anything about small government to say we're going to stop abortions. It's yeah. That's not a, a fiscally conservative position.
0: Now, you talked about non-denominational. Oh, yeah. Now, he said this is non-denominational. <laughs> <laughs> but look who he's got. He's got the American Family Association sponsoring this event. Yep. Which is... About as denominational as you Family can Family of Jesus. This is a very specific brand of Protestantism, right? Pro- Protestantism. Pro- <laughs> Pro- Protestantism. Um, and it is a very, very virently anti-gay, anti-abortion. They've been yep. they've been called a hate group by the Southern P- Poverty Law Center, and I I totally I, I called them a hate group before they were called a hate group <laughs> because they're against like anti-bullying. Legislation yep. and other things. They're totally, they're adamantly, virantly <laughs> anti-gay.
1: And get their one good tool, oh my uh,
0: Illegalized. <laughs> and I swear, I know this is a tough moral decision for everybody. But I swear, I do not eat at Chick Fil A. Because of the American Association, and we have one right by our house. I was real excited when it got guys. I love Chick Fil A, but I just cannot eat there.
2: At my company, every day during the week, a different restaurant comes and caters in yeah. our in our uh, cafeteria. One of the days is Chick Fil A, and every time they're there, I just want to <laughs> go out there and sit with there with a sign like Chick Fil A is very anti-gay. You know, yeah. please don't eat their food.
0: Yeah, I love the uh, amateur scientist. He said, uh, "If you go to Chick Fil A." Why don't you just cut out the middleman and beat the shit out of the gay kid in the next <laughs> booth?
1: <laughs> well, on, on a, on a pro-gay side, um, Home Depot uh, yes, stood, up, there get, stood up for the yes, right
0: American Family Association is trying to boycott Home Depot. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Depot. So go go support Home Depot. Yes.
0: He says this is not a political thing, right? <laughs> and uh, even we've got the Westboro Baptist Church calling bullshit on that. <laughs> yeah, even the Westboro Baptist Church is saying... This is a nutty thing to do.
1: Hypocrisy, much, <laughs> Mr. Perry? Because it's is not about. That's what's hilarious about, about that. I, I know uh, Donna wrote an uh, email to us uh, saying, you know, I can't believe I'm siding with the Westboro Baptist Church uh, on this. <laughs> and, oh,
0: they're right about that. Right about Well, it.
1: yeah, but they're right for the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're, they're, they're saying they're, no. This is political, and besides, what good is praying for the nation? Yeah, it's, You're too, all late. it's
2: too late. Yeah, apparently, we're all already programmed to be gay, and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Now, it's interesting. Hmm, it's going to be very class? interesting to see if anybody shows up to this thing.
1: I... I, I, I yeah, because uh, all 50 states.
0: Yeah. Now, I've only heard three responses, and they're all, lie. sorry, we're busy, right? And that's... Um, uh, Miss James from Indiana is not going to go. Good. Uh, governor from Virginia, I think, is not going to go. He's gotten three uh, RSVP no's so far. Good. I have not heard of anyone going to go, and that would be just, you know, I'm not. It pisses us, this whole thing pisses us off. But can you imagine being a governor? It's pissing everybody off. Right. It's got to be. It's got to be pissing everybody. Yeah, off.
1: Yeah, because it. Well, that's that's over the top grandstanding.
0: Yeah. I, now he must have gotten. I'm sure he got some agreements. Before this, from oh. some governors, but I haven't heard one governor get up and say, "Yes, I'm going."
2: I'm betting there's at least one ex-governor who's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Miss Sarah Paul Revere. Yeah. Was I don't for know. the British. I don't know. I don't know if she's <laughs> going. Yeah. I would bet that she's going to though.
0: I don't know if you know if she's invited.
2: Yeah, but
1: she'll only go for a couple hours. She may. It out. doesn't
2: matter if she's invited. She's going to show up and crash In the her party. Bus, yeah. yeah, with Michelle Bachman.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? I'd like to see that ticket, Bachman Palin, Palin Bachman. It have to be Palin Bachman. Palin
2: Bachman Overdrive. Yeah,
1: ooh, <laughs> what, they got the bus.
0: This is so <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Um, I mean, just on and on about this this crap, um, and they. they but we, I
2: I do love Sean Faircloth, the Executive uh, Coalition for America. His response. uh, uh, And just so nobody gets angry at us for talking in southern accents for the people we hate, I'm going to say Sean Faircloth's statement in a southern accent. (laughs) The last thing our officials should do in times of national struggle is promote a divisive religious event that proposes no real solutions to our country's real world problems. Yeah. Our nation's governors represent the Ameri- uh, Americans of all beliefs, not simply Christians. <laughs> we urge all elected officials to reject, reject Governor Perry's invitation to attend this explicitly Christian platform for evangelical and theocratic grandstanding. I love that phrase. Ooh. That does not does nothing to offer substantive solutions to our country's problems. Right. By its own description, the event privileges Christianity. Over all other religious religions and beliefs. Yeah. I, Amen. I would love. I have met Sean Faircloth in person. He is a really friendly guy. He's a great guy. The kind of guy you want to have a beer with, even if you don't drink. I would love it if he ran for president. He's never going to he would never win. He he was a, a a main legislator, but you know he's he's a he's one of the good guys.
0: Good on. yeah I want to say listen, listen to this. can I read one thing yeah go ahead this is from the the uh, website in gathering together God wanted the people instructed so that they would know why their nation was in peril God wanted the people from the children and nursing babes to the leaders and priests Joel 216 to all completely understand both the nature of the crisis at hand and the only solution that would deliver them from the great crisis, God himself.
1: That's because God put them in the crisis. God
0: (laughs) ordained in that hour of history that prayer would serve as the only way of escaping from the mounting trouble. Why? Because only God has the power to solve both the internal moral decline... There we go, moral decline again. <laughs> and the external economic and military threats. All three were unsolvable by human means and human solutions. But God had a solution, and that could be found in his great mercy. This is a guy that wants to be president, who wants to say that
2: humans can't solve our problems. Then he should not run for president, quit the governorship, and go be a frickin' preacher. Yeah. He looks like a preacher. Have you seen him <laughs> lately? Like a preacher. He is
0: acting and talking like a preacher and now he's sponsoring events he's going putting this event together to say that humans cannot solve the economic problems the, the, the world problems. Humans can't do anything. We cannot solve anything. The only thing we can do is pray. And we've seen pray for rain and pray for this and pray for that. And that's his, now going to be his style of governing because that's
2: the only freaking way to
0: solve anything.
2: Well, it goes along pretty well with the general, I'm sorry to be partisan about this, but the, the general Republican attitude okay. of government can't solve anything, only private businesses can. Yeah. And and it's also kind of a libertarian viewpoint, so it's not just Republicans. It's that conservative small government thing, saying all government is bad.
0: Yeah, it does it does complement each other,
2: and not that yes. Democrats are it it religious nut cases. Because, nutcases, because like,
0: this policy, only prayer, only God leads. I mean, that that yeah. that belief leads to why even put government solutions in place? Yeah, right. Why try to play God and and heal people? And this or that, right? You should be on your knees, praying to God. Yeah. <laughs> so, this week has just been, first, the, you know, the graduation yeah. thing with the attorney general blew my mind. Full of this good. thing was just, supposedly he's been planning this from since December, but it's been a big secret. Uh, this big announcement today. He's running. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. I hope
1: I hope people see through it.
0: Yeah, I think most uh, people his,
1: do. And, and then realize that he he has uh, uh, televangelist
2: hair. Yeah. Now, Greg, what else, what other Texas news? We get? Well, someone who didn't see through it in Hardin, Texas, um, the the local police and the FBI were called out to this home um, on a tip that there was a huge mass grave of 30 bodies with with children and you know decomposing bodies everywhere and the whole thing and the FBI was called out the local police, maybe the Texas Rangers for all I know and they were searching the whole place and they and they were looking around and they found nothing. maybe there was a little bit of blood on the front porch because the guy cut his finger like a week before and that was found. To be yeah, it was you know definitely his blood blah blah blah, and they they smelled a bad smell and it was like an old ham in the freezer. It was that silly, but <laughs> this whole big operation was started because someone called into the, tex- the, the, the Texas police twice, claiming to be a psychic who identified that there were this, this mass grave anonymous here. Anonymous psychic. Yes, completely <sighs> anonymous. Well, definitely hasn't been the name hasn't been released to the yeah. press.
1: Oh, they, they, the, the, the release yeah. I saw, it was an
2: anonymous tipster. The, the yet unidentified subject. woman is the article They need to I release saw. this person's name. Yeah, so well, we can make fun of her. Yeah, yes. well, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, she seemed to have enough imi- um, information about the actual house to say... She probably went there. Yeah, she may have known someone who lived there, Maybe have known this guy and hated him and wanted to get him arrested. I, My personal opinion is this is not a psychic...
0: This is this is somebody who had a thing against this family. Uh, could be.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. And just
0: said how? And they said how do you know this? And he probably said I'm psychic or something. But right? the fact
2: that the police because, took it credibly. Well, you know what? Someone so who they, calls themselves a psychic. They, look.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, they took it credibly because somebody's saying there's a bunch of bodies buried there, they don't know what information that person has. Yeah. They, they they may be, psychics. What they do is they find who's missing, and they go and they say, you know what, you'll find this person near water. Yeah, yeah, but they don't say, hey, you know what, I think there's 30 bodies buried at this house. Right. And, they don't
1: do that. And who also knows the house.
2: Yeah, they don't yeah. do that.
1: So I can, I can They s- always
2: talk about Long Island, and it's yeah, right. near a they, body of water with a, with a sign with a sign. G on it. <laughs> and, and, and what had happened
0: at this house is there had been recent explosion of emotions. The blood was somebody tried to kill himself. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So uh, the the girl's boyfriend came back from Iraq or whatever and whatever tried to kill himself and that's where the blood came from. Okay? And so it may be him. I'm not saying, but there's been a lot of stuff going on in that house. And I do not think this is a psychic story, psychic fail causing a bunch of No, police. neither do I. I
2: think it's more of a fail on the critical thinking of the police themselves. No, I think
0: if somebody says, "You know what? I think there's 30 bodies buried there." You go ahead and check it out. You know, yeah. I, I don't fault them for that at all. Uh. Now, if you come and say, I'm Mystic <laughs> Mary, and I have a vision, and, and, you but know, the that's person... one thing. But if you, it, we don't know what happened in that phone call. Somebody says, I think there's, there's bodies buried out there, and they might have said, uh, I'm psychic, whatever. You know,
2: you go check it out. If they had ended with the first sentence of, I've heard there are mass bodies out there, I don't know for sure, please check this out. Yeah, fine. Oh, right, we but don't the know fact that, that they call was, they called themselves a psychic and we don't know where that phone call went, they called. took it credibly. We, we don't know how that phone call
0: went. Somebody claimed that they thought there was thirty bodies out there, and I don't think this is a psychic story because psychics don't do that. No,
2: I, I agree. It's it's too specific. So it wasn't the typical to be a John Edwards a vision,
0: thing? This and that. No, I don't think so.
2: But the good mm-hmm. news is that. Uh, the the authorities are considering filing charges against the phony psychic, which yeah. is kind of redundant. But um, but they're which they're they well they're they probably going it. to file yeah. false report charges. But again, against it was this. anonymous, and they got they, they say they have a name. The last mm-hmm. I read, they, they have they, not tracked they, this person down. They probably, they probably have know. a nine one one phone tag yeah. right. of her number and his her. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, it's unidentified an, an woman. There's oh. definitely a female who called in twice called in on a Monday and then called back on, you know, Tuesday and said, yeah. you know, reported the same thing, yeah. but called themselves a psychic and someone believed them. And more well, not than... Necessarily. I wouldn't say someone believed them. <laughs> so somebody said, look, I think there might be thirty.
0: there's 30 bodies buried and you, you run on a... T- you but a psychic...
2: It. Saying you're a psychic should not make you more credible. I don't know if it that... It should make be, you less credible. That,
0: yeah. But who says that? Like I you know. said, so. we don't know that phone conversation. <laughs> uh,
2: a little lighthearted news to end the podcast on. Apparently, in Texas, um, specifically Fort Worth, um, if you wear your pants low around your your bottom and you have your your boxer sewing, you know the whole kind of gangsta gangsta hip hop look, the fashion statement. You are apparently not allowed to ride on Fort Worth, Texas buses. They will either kick you off or you have to pull your pants up. Well, it's up to the bus driver. That's true. The bus
1: driver has the has the right to either tell you to wear your clothes properly or not ride the bus. Yeah, they don't necessarily have to. It's driver
0: discretion, right? So the 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 Fort Fort Worth, right? Fort Worth. Worth, They already have dress code. Yes. And they've modified the dress code. Well, their,
2: their dress code is no shirts, no shoes right no service kind of thing and that's pretty standard you have to wear foot protection so we can't get sued for glass on the floor and yeah you know you you have to wear a shirt oh (laughs) but it's public transportation these people are wearing you know they just have
0: it's very easy to comply with this dress code you pull up your pants while you're on the bus you can pull them back down when you get off. It's not a big burden on
2: anybody. Uh, I really don't want to make a slippery slope argument. I really, <laughs> really don't. All right. The argument I will make is the reason why they say that we should do this is our customers thinks it, it's disrespectful. And I, I agree. The, the problem is, is I, what I, people I think is disrespectful. I had a history teacher in high school who was very old school who who basically said that boys weren't allowed to wear hats. Yeah. Women could do it fine because ladies are allowed to wear hats. I disagreed with that because I think men and women are, you know, equal. So either nobody wears hats or anybody can wear a hat. Okay, nobody
0: can wear their pants down. <laughs> what is your
2: point? My point is that what, what she <laughs> considers disrespectful, I disagree with. I don't think it's disrespectful to wear a hat inside. Okay, but what is the point about
0: one group can do it and one group can't? You know, (laughs) my opinion is it's stupid and disrespectful. And Fort Worth, if if they want to say, you know what, that's inappropriate, don't get on my bus unless your pants are up, fine. I'm fine with that. Pull up your pants when you're in the bus. But my my point about the whole disrespectful thing. It's not monocles. It's got your
2: freaking pants down. Come on, you got your pants down in public. It's, it's a, hundred, a couple hundred years ago, it was disrespectful for, you know, every, all boys had to wear shorts and, you know, adult men didn't wear shorts. That's woman, that's just wrong. And women had to wear skirts that went down yeah. to their ankles. So okay. it, it's, it's stupid and it's a stupid and silly fashion, but it's also stupid and silly to say you can't run on, ride on public transportation when you are clothed. Barely? No, not barely. They're wearing clothes.
1: What do you mean? Barely? A person in a miniskirt, or, or, or a person
0: wearing a bikini? They probably they may have rules against that. I don't think they. Do. I would be okay with them banning that on the city <laughs> buses. Bikinis.
2: Yeah, but you're married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they may. But then you get a person who's uh, probably shouldn't be wearing a bikini, wearing a bikini, you know, riding the transportation.
0: Can you or can you not have? Dress codes on a bus. On a city bus. Any kind of dress codes.
2: I, I would say for certain public safety reasons, safety like... Safety reasons. Wearing shoes.
0: Okay. That's public perfectly companies. reasonable. But otherwise, can you be naked? <laughs> I, I would say no. I just... Where do you draw the line... You gotta draw the line that's somewhere. part of the problem. Where do right, you draw somewhere. the line? They
2: decided to draw the line with these. How about disgusting, if they start showing banning? How, you know, you're banning atheist T-shirts on buses because they just don't like atheists. Is that okay? It's disrespectful.
0: That's different. That's a no, speech why? issue. No, why? Why is if that's it's a dis- speech
2: issue? If it is hey, so.
1: So, is wearing your your pants if money is speech, ankles. then wearing your pants that's around your, your head by the
0: First Amendment. Baggy pants are not protected by the First Amendment.
1: Uh, it could well be. It could be an art statement. It could be a, 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 f- a free speech. Yeah, it's like
0: not wearing the ruffle in Shakespearean times. You know, I'm just I'm just speaking as a father. So I told you I don't want to talk about this because <laughs> i just. You know, this is this is one topic that I do, cannot defend logically mm-hmm. and reasonably. We saw that right in, in and the skeptically, last 10 minutes. But it's something I I feel. Uh, from my gut, <laughs> honestly, I like, I, like the, I like the why, and I'm going to admit that mm. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I think know? it's an incredibly but, you know, stupid fashion statement. It, I agree where, with you on that. Wherever you can ban it, ban it, if at all possible. Well, I, anywhere. Well, I, I, I banned it from my house. They're
1: allowing the driver to make the decision, and I think that's it's basically to cover them yeah. to keep people that they think are going to be trouble from getting on the yeah.
0: bus. And you know one thing if it's shoes it's like oh man you can't get on the bus. And that's stereotypical. But on this it's just like it's really easy to comply. Just pull your pants up. And then you pull them back down when you get off the bus. Yeah. I... You're, you you know how much are you losing? How much freedom have you lost by pulling your pants up while you're on the bus? It's
2: America.
1: I think I you're think You're supposed
2: lost... to be around the way. I think you've lost
1: you a lot of freedom when you pull the pants up. <laughs> well, it depends on if it's boxes or briefs. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's still, you know, there's still another,
0: there's still another layer of freedom that's covering up. I'm gonna admit I'm not objective <laughs> on this point, but I think they have a right to do it, and I'm happy to do it. Not that I buy the Fort Worth. I ride the Fort Worth bus, but...
1: You know what? This is going to be irony. You're going to find yourself up there, and something will have happened. You'll have it slipped in the mud. You have lost your belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lost your belt, and you accidentally brought the, the the jeans that you had until previously, couldn't fit into, and now, because of you know, all of the <laughs> exercising... I
0: lost my belt. Look, <laughs> I, I swear, I lost my belt. I swear, these pants are too big. I just lost weight. Please let me on the bus, please, please. <laughs> you thought they were the other pair, and
1: he was like, "Like, well, you need to pull them up." I was like, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm holding my child, and I've got, and, I, and I've got my shopping in the other. Get hand. on the bus. Oh, damn,
2: damn, oh man. I'm and then you insult the sorry. bus driver by asking him to pull up your pants for you, and
1: he sues you for sexual harassment. And then the, the guy will put a little mark on this chalkboard next to him. Yep. Another, nope. another 50 year old. We've talked about talk to this, the bus. Too long, I swear. <laughs> I know you're not 50. Are you 50? I don't know. Well, by, by, by the time you get to Fort Worth, you'll be 50.
2: So. <laughs> Start walking. <laughs> hey, what about old people? <laughs> oh, wait, they pull them up too high. <laughs> that should be banned as well. If you're going to ban too low, ban too high. <laughs> pull yeah. your pants down to an appropriate level, old man. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when I looked into this, I, I, I started seeing a bunch of news stories Over the past decade, of cities actually trying to ban this fashion from their city, not just from the buses. Right, Atlanta tried to ban this entirely from the city of Atlanta. That you cannot walk down the street. See, I'm I'm
1: thinking this is all right because there's a a surveillance video of some guy stealing a 12-pack, like you know, grab and run, and he trips and falls and loses all the beer because his pants. (laughs) <laughs> around his knees, so he's like running like an oompa loompa or something. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, someone's gonna sue, and then they don't—they're like tripping ass into the courtroom and not making it.
1: Yeah, you know, because or, or, or maybe it's just a legal thing so that they can get their lawyers more money. Hey, <laughs> you know, you want to talk about the big machine?
0: Yeah, you know, because because you know those baggy pants guys they sue all the time. Some lawyer. <laughs> some, some lawyer f- in baggy f- pants. Some, some <laughs> lawyer will will just do that
1: just to do. It's the whole, you know, uh, oh, they're uh, looking I'm going yeah. to invoke Rosa Parks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the walking. equivalent would I'll be. i tell you,
0: they'll find all sorts of streets of San Antonio downtown. They'll find 100 people. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll do a class action. Yeah, no problem. 50 Cent Parks is going to get on. <laughs> and they're going to sit on the bus with their pants, <laughs> pants on the ground.
1: All right. You know, I, I think we should probably just uh, You're going to cut this out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. I've been getting pretty lazy. Like There's really days. no
2: place to cut it. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Thank Good night, you. Guys. Good night. We love you. We love you long time. <laughs> Someday you talk pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.
4: Donna, come back.
3: <laughs>
2: That was a stupid conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll put on our T-shirts.
1: I, you know what? I'm...